for your graphic design? He's the man. That little short dude does all of that? Yep, he's the expert. Check him out at alexanderbelise.com. From Hennessy, baby, it's just you and me talking like it's you and me. Feds on my speakerphone, bitch, can't need a stick alone. What's up, what's up, what's up, TMI Radio? This is Kitchen Talk, featuring Chef 24 7 and a family. What is up, people? What is up, what is I up? I mean, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, as long as it's making money, is up. Uh-huh, cause if it don't make money, it don't make sense How y'all doing out there? Well, I'm about to introduce my family to y'all Y'all know me, I'm Chef 24-7, no intro needed To my left for me, I got the lovely, the beautiful, the sexologist <laughs> Your whole Future. girl, Vicky Lynn Yay, I'm here Then on side of me I got my silk shocker to my master P. <laughs> my uh, my Eddie Mur- my Arsenio Hall and my Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for the comedian of Welfare Rich, D. Mitch the Great. Hey, how y'all feeling, man? It's your boy D. Mitch out here. I'm feeling good. How y'all? Just let me know what's up. I'm here. The food smell good today, too. <laughs> shout out to Chef. He know what he's doing sometimes. You know? uh-huh. Oh, man. Speaking of shout outs, I want to give a special shout out to our opening intro song for my homeboy, Lincoln Parks, my former uh, co host, man. We used to do a freestyle radio show together. Big shout out to him. Catch him on Tuesdays on TMI for totally inappropriate behavior. <laughs> so, speaking of totally inappropriate behavior today, today we going to talk about. Y'all ready for it? Y'all ready for it? We need the drummer because I can't do drumming now. Y'all ready for it? Yeah, we ready for it. In any surrounding. Woo! Adapt. We all done had to adapt at one point. We all done moved around and have been through some stuff. So today we're going to try to give y'all a couple tips and a couple of advice on what we got going on. And we got a very special guest today. 
Hold on a sec, hold on. Go ahead, D. Mitch, hold on. He got the news. Oh, man. It's going down, man. I'm honored today to have my bro, man. I'm talking about somebody I grew up with. We Welfare Rich together. Welfare Rich Entertainment is here. We here as one as a unit. Hey, Booby Miles, this you on the line, baby. Make some noise for me, dog. Hey, man, what's happening? Man, what's going what's down, man? man? All right, man. All the way from Houston, man. The Dallas, man. Welfare Rich. ENT, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my brother D. Mitch. I know he's down there doing this thing, man. But what's happening, what's y'all? What's we good? Up? How you up? doing? Nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. But before we get into um how we do it, we normally uh booby we 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 do a little topic. You know what I'm saying? We and I know you you very intellectual. I want to show them the different sides of of the entertainers of welfare rich. Like not only are we entertainers, but we're 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 wise young men. And this is how we how we doing what we doing. So the topic today is being able to adapt in any situation. Oh yeah, right, right. And so, oh, uh, uh, so basically, I just want you just give me an example of a time where you had to adapt. It was like a situation that normally a person of your caliber normally wouldn't adapt as fast, but you adapted and you adjusted and you took control of the situation. And you want me to give you want me to give you a situation? Yeah. Um, I give you a situation. Well, it was one time uh, back in the day when I was younger in school, and uh, my teacher uh, she wanted us to uh, do a group project, and basically it was uh, working with we was working together, but it was it was they wanted us to put our, our beliefs to the side and everything, and I had to work with atheists and uh, you know people like that, so. It really kind of bothered me, you know what I'm saying? But I had to, that's a situation where I had to put my, you know what I'm saying, my beliefs to the side and really sit down and do what I got to do so I can get this done. You know, that was a real, yeah, when I was younger, that was, a, it was a real test for me, but I had to do that, you know what I'm saying? So, and welfare rich, man, we from the bottom, man, we, we adapt to all. That's how we get through what we got to get through, you know what I'm saying? So, there's nothing to adapt to, man, especially where I'm from. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what we got to do. So chef, about the so chef, um, so let me let me pass that around. Let me pass that around because I can get into a situation where I had to I had to adapt. But I, I'm gonna go last. Uh, let me start with Vicky Lynn. Vicky Lynn, let me hear what you got to say on that topic. Well, you know what I'm saying because all of us at this table we didn't came from the bottom, and if we didn't adapt, we wouldn't even be here to have this conversation. You know, we wouldn't even have the speech right. to carry on this conversation right. or the mental capacity to carry on this conversation. So I feel like all of us know what adaption is. You know what I'm saying? You got to get in where you fit in to get what you need to get done. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, Chef, 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 Chef. Chef, go and break it down for me. Tell me. Adaptation, man, is simple, bro. It's, it's first of all, before you, when you're in a situation and things get out of control and you got to think fast on your feet, you got to analyze. <clears throat> before it even get out of control, if everything going right, you still got to analyze. You got to be able to look at every at every part of your situation from every angle as possible. You got to have your possibilities ready, and you got to be ready to move within a moment's notice. Now, if everything runs smooth, everything runs smooth. But what happens when something goes wrong? What happens when you have a busted tire on the side of the road? What happens when you got robbed? You know what I'm saying? How you going to shake back? So adapting is, is, man, first of all, you keeping your cool. You watch your surroundings, and then you seeing how you can get in. That's the old saying you say you get in to fit in. So you slide right up in that bitch, you fit in and do what you got to do. 
Amen, amen. See, I'm with that. See, like, but for me, adapting. Adapting. I have no problem with adapting, you know. Just subtle change you have to adapt. You 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 know, you have to look at the situation, adjust to it. Right? So, um situation at the church, you know, growing up, I grew up in the church. I learned church business kinda early being that I was a musician. So, um dealing with church people, it comes with a lot of adapting. Because you know, a lot of people take words from the Bible and they set it up to fix it to live for their life, for company for them, and expect you to follow the rules. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm adapting, when I when I adapt like like on a Sunday, um, I can walk into church today or tomorrow. Can walk straight into the church, speak to everybody like I normally do. It's gonna be somebody, no names, call, no need to call their names. It's gonna be somebody that says something out of line just to spark something in me. But my level of uh, of adaptation to it, I came in there expecting you to do this. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna just look at you and I'm gonna keep walking. And that's how I adapt the situation. Okay, cool. I can I can go back and forth with you, but at the end of the day, I cut my money off. And, and I want to say one more thing, man. Then we we black, man. Growing, you know what I'm saying? Being black in America, we got to adapt anyway. So yeah, yeah you know, and that's bottom line, you know. Really? So, Spe <laughs> especially with all these, these these different challenges and things that Trump got us going through right now. You know, I don't mean to disrespect so nobody. Nobody, uh, presidential candidate, if they like them, if they dislike them, I don't mean to disrespect nobody. But with the changes that are going on, and we just gotta adapt. Like, and I'm wondering. I my biggest thing is I wonder since I'm starting to see a lot on on social media that they're supposed to be granting Texas the right to bring back paddling in the schools. I wonder how these teens are going to adapt to this situation here. <laughs> I really do. Because um, I know for sure you got parents out there that feel like you can't touch my child, period. And but listen, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Once Trump been talking about law and order, his whole campaign, that is basically law and order. When law and order comes about, you're going to have to adapt, period. Like, so... And that's what he all about, law and order. Like, that's all Trump is about. And you know who he's talking about when he's trying to use law and order. Right. Is so, you know what I'm saying? Well, he, he just encouraged the uh, the uh, police brutality stuff. You know what I'm saying? He just encouraged that, spoke out on that, and encouraged more police to do that. So, hey, you know. I mean, I mean, and it was a situation where he was talking about transgenders not being allowed into the military. And that's a big, that's not really big in, uh, on adapting because it was it was at one point in time, I don't think we was letting gays in. Like, if you was openly no, gay, no, you wasn't no allowed. No tell. Right. So it's like, all of a sudden now that being gay is acceptable, and that's something hard to adapt to as well. Because everywhere you go, you got somebody dressed like a woman, and I be wanting to approach women. I mean, it be dudes. Like, come right, on, that's right, a hard adapt right. adaptation to do. Like, right. you, like, no, that's wrong. That's out of line. I feel like personally, you know, they should adapt to us. Cause if you want to be gay, do that in your own personal time. But when we out and about in public and we handling the business or this is somewhere I, I'm coming to enjoy myself, don't be trying to force the fact that you're gay and make me accept that you're gay in this setting. That's mm -hmm. Nah. Yeah, we just we just uh supposed to accept that and just adapt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, <clears throat> my adaptation 
to like my point of view on that altogether, it doesn't really bother me, you know, because I understand the world has changed, people has changed, and things have been more acceptable and different. Think about it in the nineties, you know, people wasn't saying they was eating coochie, you know what I'm saying? That was a no no. Now we in twenty seventeen, it ain't even about coochie no more. People don't adapt to being so comfortable sexually that they let it all out on the table. So why not if you're that person, be that person. My thing is, it do, it it affects me and it doesn't. <clears throat> it affects me because I have to interact if I have to, and which I don't mind. My thing is, I'm not a homosexual person. I understand that's your preference. I can adapt to that being your preference. Just, you know, just do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Just don't interrupt my thing and we cool. You know what I'm saying? I can have a conversation with you. Shit. We play some dominoes together. Hell, I cook for you. I don't care about none of that. Your preference doesn't matter. That's how I adapt to it. You know what I'm saying? I adapt to everybody as acceptable. Whether if I agree with their beliefs or not, they're still acceptable because somebody's accepting them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to turn them away because as a black man, I had to live into a world where I, they had to adapt to me. You know what I'm saying? As a black man. So... Why not afford them the same opportunity, even though you may or may not agree with them? I mean, in that aspect, when you start talking about accepting them for who they are uh, and adapting to that, I can't adapt to it. Like, I don't judge because I'm not against nobody that's homo. I mean, that's your prerogative. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be gay, that's your thing. But as far as accepting you being out with it, I can't be accepting of that because you wouldn't accept it of... The fact that you was born a born a male or female, you know what I'm saying? So, so how are you gonna make me accept the fact that you choose to sleep with the same sex? Like you can't, you like that's that's like a conflict of interest. And then on then on top of that, I, I heard where you start comparing accepting them because people have to accept you as a black man, but at the same time, you can't put the race with being gay because gay don't have no race. Gay happens in the Latino community, the, the white community. Mexican, I mean, um, the black community, Asian, it happens all over. So you can't really compare that to to to, to a race like that. That that there, I no, well, I, I, don't, I disagree me, with that. One. Let me more reiterate because I understand what you're saying, and after listening to you, I have to give a, a better clarification of what I'm saying. Okay, accepting is one thing, adapting is another. What what I'm saying is I can adapt to it because of the change of the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you're going to see this no matter what. So oh, there's yeah. shit you can't do. But understanding and adaption also has a separation. I understand them. I may not fully agree with them, but I don't agree at all. You know, but I understand. Oh, you yeah. know, and the only reason why I compared it to, to the race thing, not necessarily the race, is just the idea of <clears throat> no matter how different you are, look, personality, whatever you into, doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just ignorance of the world. Right. You know, I didn't have to be a black man not to be accepted. You know? So it's just the idea based on your ideas or based on who you are, what you are. Some people don't accept this. I really could care less. I just live your life. Right. That's it. As long as you don't destroy anything in my realm, we good. I don't have no problem. I mean, I don't I, hate you none of that. I got that because I mean, it ain't no love lost, no love gained to nobody that's, you know, homosexual. Like, like, please, if I, anybody that's homosexual, you listening? Like, this is nothing bad towards you. This is just an open, grown up conversation at the uh, kitchen table. <laughs> it's what we doing, and you know, um, 
you had spoke upon something, and I want to go into another subject about that. Not just so, because you know, the LGBT community that's like a very sensitive topic to talk about. You know, that's very sensitive because you know people, even though they're, they're openly, they're open like that, they're not accepted or they they're they have yet to adapt to people openly talking about that subject. So let's switch it up to um, culture wise. Culture-wise, adapting to different cultures. See, growing up, I had different types of friends. I had white friends. I had Hispanics. You know, Hispanic people taught me how to how to make menudo. Actually, you know, they actually taught me how to make fl- flour tortillas from scratch. You know, it, it's it's you know, like I said, adapting to culture. Like like a lot of that, a lot of adapting to culture, it'll help you in your in, in your everyday life because they'll tell you, everybody have one thing I've noticed about everybody culture. Everybody have the type of people that can make something from nothing in their culture. And if you get close to them people, you'll really learn the history, the foundation of the culture. And it'll be easier to adapt. I it makes you more appreciable, too. You appreciate their culture. And if they're, if they're equal-minded people, they're going to appreciate yours. But you did bring up a good point. Even moving, like moving from Louisiana to moving to Fort Worth, Texas. Was a change in culture and it was a big adaptation. I had to adapt to the weather, I had to adapt to the driving, the big city. Then when I moved from Fort Worth to Houston, I had to adapt to a whole nother set and it's in the same state. Right. Uh, uh, come on, no, 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 dude, North no, Texas. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like bad. That. It wasn't bad. It's just the idea. It's just a big difference. It's a difference. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Me and, me and Vic had the joke at one point. And when we used to mention Texas, we would say, we would call Houston, Texas, and call DFW something else. Like, DFW was its own separate entity. Because we know it's Texas, but the way Texas is portrayed to us, the real Texas is in the South. That's where the real hustling is. That's where the real grinding is. That's where the real business is flourishing. But a lot of the spotlight is, is shown on the North, you know, North Texas. Right, 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 right. Like old school uh, rapper from Dallas, I like uh, Big Tuck. You know, you know, I had to adapt to that. You know, the South Side the realists, drug dealers, killers. I had to, I had to adapt to that. And but when I did, man, it, it helped me open up for when the Dougie came through. You know, <laughs> I, like when Dallas came through hard, they came yeah, freight train coming. You know what I'm saying? I had to adapt to that music, even though it's it's all Texas. You know, but I come from the Kiki South Side, Big Mo. You know. Banging screw, you know, that's where Wayne. I come from. So when Dallas came through, Big Big Tuck, he he made it he made it more easier, more acceptable for for Dallas to be able to move through. So you know what I'm saying? Adapting, and Big Tuck had to adapt his his style a little bit just to make sure it flourished through how it came through. True, you know? true. I mean, as far as the rap game, I can understand that being from. Going from Gonzalez and living in Killer, I was more of a no living person. I'm Master P, mystical. You know, ultimately I kind of listen to Cash Money and so on and so on. But you know, getting with a spouse who's from that Rush, they're listening to more the Boots and the Webby. You know, they're listening to Sebo, they're listening to Below, they listen to you know just you have two different de- demographics within an hour separation time from each other. You know. Two different cities, an hour away from each other, two different cultures, two different types of adapting. You know. Oh yeah. And I I'm with it. Like, um, I'm 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 with it, cause you know, um 
some of my favorite rappers uh, from Louisiana, like Master P, like Shout you said. Louisiana. I ain't gonna lie to you, but one person that's misunderstood that that I really love that people still have yet to adapt to his style of music is Silk the Shocker. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> we had this conversation the other day. I ain't gonna lie to you. Silk the Shocker, he just wanted to run his words this way. If you listen to what he's saying and how he's running it, how he's riding the beat. What's up, y'all? How y'all making out? What up, what up, what up? Hold on, is that our neighborhood resident clock quivers? Yeah, what's up, man? How you been now? Everybody out making out. Oh, man, we doing good, brother. Yes, This is my woke up here. I haven't had to brush my teeth before I called in. I ain't want nobody to smell my breath on, you know what I'm saying? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all making out the day, though, bro? We doing good, we doing good. We kind of got a, a good kind of conversation going. I have my boy D. Mitch talking about adapting real quick. We just talking about adapting the things, you know, situations, areas, people. I know, um, before I had, before, before I called in, I think the last topic y'all were talking about was doing special kids, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I live around so many of right now, but I be want to be in myself. But how do you deal? How, yeah, do you, how do you use that? Huh? As a, how do you use that as a tool? To, to adapt so you won't have to go that hard. How do you adapt to that? How do you deal with that? You talking about uh, dealing with little kids? Yeah. You say disrespect. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I stay away from them because they're so, they're so lost. I ain't, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to say they're ignorant or none of that. They're so lost and don't know what to do. It's like, I'm on the 28, so I try to tell them something. They look at me like, nigga, you ain't my daddy. You don't know about my face. I'll shoot you. So I stay away from the little kids. I'm going to just be honest. They, they, you know, all them, you know, I said they be packing guns, bro. I just got to totally be honest. Like, like last week, I'm dead serious. Last week, the little dude, I ain't going to put his name out there. He's he like 15 years old. I was sitting on my porch, he had a can walk up to my house. He was like, what's up, big brother? I'm like, what's up? Man, this dude pulled out a gun so long to it. I'm like, man, what you about to do? He like, man, I'm about to go make a move. I'm hurting. I'm like, what you mean I'm hurting? He's like, I'm hungry and I'm hurting. I'm like, you serious? I only had like thirty-two dollars in my pocket, so I had gambling with thirty-two dollars, and I was chill with him. And now I had to the gun from him and everything, but it messed me up. You know what I'm saying? Cause I look at him like, damn, he's fifteen years old. He's walking the streets to ride somebody because he's hungry. Damn. Shit, Booby, you still that on? That kind of messed me up, you know. Booby, you still on, brother? Huh? Hold on, right quick, Glock. Our other guest trying to catch him, right quick. Booby, you still on, brother? Oh, he hung up? All right, all right. We're going to give a shout-out to Booby, man. We know he couldn't stay on that long, but we want to shout-out Ref and Rich. They are in the building. Oh, yeah. They are live. We are live. How y'all Yes, yes. So, Glock, man. What's up? You, you in Louisiana. So there's a lot of changes yes, going on in Louisiana, bro. There's a lot of changes going yeah, on a lot in the of culture. The yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. My, my phone breaking up. What you guys say? I was talking about Louisiana with all the changes going. How do you deal with it? How are you dealing with all the changes in Louisiana? From a political Man. perspective, the police perspective, the streets, the schools, a lot of things have changed. You got to be, you got to be safe and take it one day at a time, especially dealing with these police out there, man. To be honest with you, these days I only be going from point A to point B because it's so hectic out here right now. Man, you can go to jail behind anything. So, and you know, I be caretaking for my grandfather. So, I just be inside. And when I do make a move, it's from point A to point B. I don't try to go hanging with none of that no more, you know? And that's how I deal with it. So, my best. I just try to stay away. I, I just try to stand in trouble, bro. Because it's easy to get into and hug, get out of. 
Man, and that's that's adapt that's adaptation for your ass. I ain't gonna lie to you. When you gotta, when you when you at the point where you you know you gotta change the way you move, you know, just to make sure you don't end up in no trouble, you don't end up in an altercation because you know drama comes around by going around the same people you're around on the regular. I promise you. Yeah. It comes. It just comes. And so when you got when you adapt yourself to try to build your life, you know what I'm saying? You start moving different. And I like how you how you how you approach that. Like you say, I move from point A to point B as long as it's taking care of business, like to do what I gotta do for me. That's how I'm moving. And I like that. I appreciate it. I mean, I got to fucking I look at it like, you know what I'm saying? Just, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Just, you know what? Last year, I wasn't moving how I'm moving right now. You know what I'm saying? Last year, I was reckless. You know? <laughs> Last year, I was passionate. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't thinking right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, it's like, I just try to do everything. I try to do everything different these days. I ain't saying I'm, I'm changing, but you know, I'm just trying to be a little better. All right. You know, it's like by me been taking care of my grandfather for these little past little two years. It's really been opening my eyes that, man, it's not even really about me no more, man. I got to start helping take care of the elderly in my family, you know what I'm saying? Got to. Got to. Got to remember. And most of all, we got to keep family first. Like, like a lot of disagreements is tearing the family apart. And it'd be like little, it'd be small stuff that we disagree about. And... And to like, I don't understand. Like, how can we change the adaptation on the family can adapt from a disagreement and still keep rocking, still keep it strong? That's what we need to work on. Like, yeah, you yeah. yeah, not about that, man. Because right now, bro, I don't know what happened with my family. Like, the devil came in and separated everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's just hard, you know. Because I look at it like. I'm the only one really trying to help. I ain't going to I'm the only one. You know, my mom and my auntie can only do so much. But it's like, I'm the only one in my generation of the family that's really trying to help out with the elderly. And I'll be like, man, that's crazy because <laughs> it's not just me, you know? Right. And I look at it like, damn, I look at it like people my age bracket need to start stepping up because I remember when my grandfather was, was living in the nursing home, he was not getting treated for it. And that's one of the main reasons why I'm at his house right now, taking care of him. Because, you know, he was getting messed over in the, in the home. So what was one of the first that's things? So what was one of the first huh? things you did? All right, when you when you got your grandpa out of the home, right? What was one of those yeah. first things you did to help you refocus, to help you focus on what you had to do? Help me focus on my grandfather? Yeah. Man, I'm going to be honest, bro. I, I used to be reading this book by Rick Warren, this man named Rick Warren. I got it from when I was in jail. It's called What's My Purpose on Earth? And I used to like the book because it used to ask me some questions that I really couldn't answer. And to this day, I still can't answer the question. And every day I look at the book, but I can't tell every, every day I look at it not because my brother took it the other day. But it, that was one of the main things that really keeps me focused. I, be, I read a lot. I mean, I probably get on, I mean, I've done in there a lot too, but I read a lot, you know. And then later, I've I, I been, I've been checking out the Machiavelli book by, uh, Nicola Machiavelli, the, 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 uh, the press, and I, I, I fell in love with this author, man. Talking about a lot of stuff. Well, Glock, stay on, because we about to take a break. 
And we're going to come back with more Kitchen Talk with Chef 24-7 and the family. And we live. All right, well, anyway, meantime, we're taking a break. I'm about to sell my car for hunger right quick. If you hungry, I'm going to run and get that cat something to eat. All right, cool, cool. If you make it back in time, just hit us back up, brother. Give a shout-out. Give you a shout-out right, just man. in case you can't make it. Shout-out, you taking a shout-out? Yeah, give a shout-out just in case you got to run to the store. Well, uh, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, first off, don't laugh. I want to give a no, Nobody never does this. I would like to give a shout out to the ugly people because, you know, y'all telling me and I love y'all. And, you know, I got a few ugly people in my family. And, you know, I understand what y'all be going through. You know, I'm a little ugly myself. And I just want to give a shout out to really just, just them today. Nobody else. <laughs> hey, ugly people need love too, Greg. Hey, ugly people need love too, Greg. Tell them, tell them how yeah, they uh, yeah, let the people know where they can find you at on social media, bro. Because they got to get some of these messages you be saying, bro. Because I be rolling. The stuff you Yeah, man. I'm about, man. Hell, when I tell you, I'm about to start doing videos, bro. Yes, you need to. Yes, I'm about to just start doing the videos. What's up, Grandpa? Hold on. I know we about to go to break, but I got to share one of these, right these crazy yeah. posts he done posted. Because he posts some of the craziest stuff, folks. I'm telling you, you you be killing yourself laughing. All right, Grandpa, I got it. Cause he said he said, hold on, let me catch one. Nine eight, nine's taking forever. But there was a post he posted and he said that he went to McDonald's and he paid a dollar ten for his burger and he chased the woman down because he needed his yeah, damn three cent. Yeah, okay, but anyway, y'all check out. Uh, Y'all check out Glock Rivers, man, on Facebook as Kaya, C-A-K-A-I-Y-A, Collegio, C-A-L-I-G-E-O. Check him out, man. Real funny dude. Good friend of the show. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back with more Kitchen Talk with Chef 24-7 and the family. Adaptation, y'all. The official soundtrack for the award-winning stage play, Second Place Women, featuring Nita Frui. Music out of just say read. Why we do the things we do? I guess it's just like you one day. My girl, Miss La. K Styles. I already told her that she could and your boy lean slick. Call me Mr. Put It On You. I'ma put it on you, girl. On sale right now on TMIRadio.com, Amazon, iTunes, and more. Once again, Immense Music Group presents Do It Right Now, the official soundtrack to the award-winning stage play Second Place Women on TMRRadio.com, Amazon, iTunes, and more. It's your relative, Lean Slick. Go get the soundtrack and do it right now. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America, but unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. 
That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Who might you save? Your mother, your father, your husband, uncle, and son. Learn fast. F-A-S-T. The sudden signs of a stroke. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. You could save. Your friend, teacher, boss. So learn F-A-S-T. Then pass it on. Because you never know who might save you. Your wife. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Yo, this your boy Aaron B. Southern, and you're now rocking with the best on TMIRadio.com. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Sake. Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people! Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are back. Anyway, we're talking about adapting, adaptation. We got my boy D-Bitch. We got myself. We got the lovely Vicky Will. We actually had all oh, Let's Talk Michelle recording with us earlier when she stepped out, but she'll be back for the next show, sending her warm wishes. And we also got to give a shout-out to my two guests that called in. We got my boy Glock Rivers and my boy Boo Miles. Yes, from Welfare Rich. Shout-out to H-Town. H-Town. Yeah. It's going down. Man, tell them about, since you were part of Welfare Rich, g Mitch. And y'all have done a lot in Houston, bro. Y'all, y'all really kind of changing a lot of city. There's billboards, there's posters, t-shirts, all this, man. How did y'all adapt? How, how did y'all get into that? What did y'all have to do to make that work? Um. Well, well, for us to make all that work, it started off with Booby Miles, Young World, Rest in Peace, Rocks Fell. Um. It started with them three, and they came together. They started off with Farish the Rap Group. You know how that came about. They they we've been around each other since we was younger. So them just sticking it out, adapting to every situation, like anything that was through with them. When 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 they started off going to those <laughs> showcases and everything, they had to adapt. They had to learn because we couldn't get our crowd to come out and support when we first started. Um, a lot of it was about crowd participation, so we had to adapt. They had to adapt to, okay, we know we ain't gonna win this this money, but let's pay to get on this card and let's go rock the show. And our adaptation, our adapt, adaptation of this, knowing that we're not gonna win, we're just gonna leave it at this over because we know we got the best music, even though that's an arrogant way of, uh, in the arrogant approach. But it's it was it, it left a stain on people's brain. But like like we say in Texas, in Houston, I don't know if they do in Dallas, but left a stain on their brain. They, they they really felt that, so people start adapting to us. And then when it come down to the t-shirts, I end up having to adapt to that because the t-shirt business got started when I was living in Louisiana, working in social service actually. And um, my cousin Rock, he he had it going. He started it. Sent. I came out here. I made my first shirt. He sent me a few more shirts, and I was running around Louisiana. But when I moved back, I had to adapt because he was like, "Hey, I'm putting this in your hands. I need you to run this." 
So I end up having to adapt to, okay, cool, I'm used to working a nine to five and doing this and that. Now it's okay, I got to go head first in with these t-shirts. So adapting, I had to change my social media. I had to stop talking about me being a drummer all the time. I had to, okay, I'm with a rich the comedian now. I mean, I'm Demitch the comedian now of with a rich and T. And so, you know, I had to adapt. It was, it was a lot of changes that I, I, I had to adjust to and a lot of different changes that we all had to adjust to since Rock passed. Um, it's a lot of different changes that we have to adjust to. We have to adjust to certain parts of business. He He's not there to handle no more. So somebody had to adapt and have to step up. Okay, let me take over. Let me fill them shoes up. And another part of business that he was running, somebody had to step up and take that. Like It's like, it's constantly like, anytime something threw at you, it's going to be a constant change. It's going to be constantly adapting. Constantly adapting. But, but when you adapt to it, like, adapt to it. This is my... I like to call this my new motto right now. My new motto, because Rock used to say it all the time. He used to always say, you got to finesse the situation. I'm going to say it one more time. You got to finesse the situation. Basically, no matter what's through at you, you got to finesse it and spin it and make it positive for your life. For anything that you're trying to do, you got to make it stand out for you. So you just got to finesse the situation. And that's how, how we're for rich been adapting. We've just been finessing the situation. I feel that. I feel like I try to finesse people in my everyday life. If I'm at work, you know what I'm saying? I try to finesse the boss to get some time to chill a little bit. I try to finesse my husband to do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a finesse. I'm into adapting and getting yeah. what needs to be done. Got to. Got to. Because if you ain't finessing something, something wrong. Something wrong. Okay. Well, Vicky Lynn, how did you adapt from going into a bachelor's in child development to transforming this into sexology? Um, well, the two go hand in hand because in child development, you're just looking at the development of a human. And the way you get the development of a human is sex. So, basically hand in hand. You know, there's no difference. Damn you with that fast. This is what I do. Well, let's see. For myself, of course, everybody knows I also do stand-up comedy. I do catering. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as catering, catering, cooking all together the whole Chef 24-7 thing, I've been cooking since I was six years old. And how I adapt, I grew up poor. And there was times when my mama had to leave and I had to hold down the fort. You know, but I knew what to do because I was already taught. So, I taught, I, what I used to adapt, I used those tools that I was taught and I used the things that I saw and put two and two together and started cooking for myself. Started cooking, started off small, then it became meals, and then it became meals for the household, then it became meals for the family and the neighbors next door, and so on and so on. You know, even going into the restaurant industry, I had to adapt from coming from a kitchen, being an expert in my personal kitchen, to learning to be an expert in the field of business. And it wasn't easy. I started off busboy. Um, Wiping tables off, cleaning floors, dishwasher. You know, I started off in those things. And each thing they threw to me, I took the tools what I had already and just adapt that same formula into whatever new task I had to do and adapt and grew. As far as the comedy thing, it was more of an old passion revived. You know, I let myself get into some trouble when I was a little kid and it discouraged me. And I used to do it frequently. So now getting back into the game 
I had to change up some things. I had to change up some approaches, and it's a constant evolution. You know, part of adapting is evolving. If you're really adapted to a situation, you're going to have evolution of the mind. So it's about going back to the drawing board sometimes. Sometimes it's about learning the lessons. Sometimes it's about self-schooling, you know. So it, it all goes hand in hand. So now I'm at a point where now I'm adapted to a whole new audience. I'm adapted to a whole new style of comedy and a, and a response that I'm trying to find, you know. So I'm going to the research table and I'm adapting. You know, I have to adapt in each room I go perform in because each audience is not the same. I can tell the same jokes. But, like a friend of mine, D-Mitch, said, it's not how you tell them. I mean, it's not what you tell it's how you tell them. Right. Right, and, you know, we don't want people out there to get that adapting and being fake. It's the same thing because it ain't. Real niggas adapt. Real niggas adapt. <laughs> fake niggas switch. We just going to put it out there. Yeah, yes, yes. So, just in case, if you're faking, you thought... You just adapting to the situation. Nah, now we see it. Now nah, we is. see that fakeness about you. You ain't ain't nothing real about you, sir or ma'am, for that. Emphasis, <laughs> you know, just so they won't get confused, D. Mitch. They they can't get it confused because I mean, because okay, you know, a real person ain't gonna say he real. That's just a natural a natural an adaptation That's of a of real mouth. person. That's word of mouth that right. travels. Right, because people, people swear to go out there real all day, every day, and do the most fakest thing, okay? They don't make you real because you out here in the streets and you trying to be a gangster. They don't make you real. Because you don't have a daddy in your life, knowing that you have enough intelligence to go to school or just to fund your own, I mean, not fund, but actually go out there and make your own business and stick with it and make it boom to where you're getting paid how you want to get paid out your own business, you know what I'm saying? I find that to be fake when you when when when, when you chose to be a gangster. You choose, cause like I tell everybody, it's a choice. And and you know, growing up in the hood, they they, they blame on not having a daddy growing up rough right. is the reason why they're gangsters. And I'm like, no, that's that's you finessing where you're from to 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 live how you want to live. Right. That's all you're doing. You're adapting. Where you from into the conversation to live how you want to live when all actually everybody it's in your essence, especially being black, it's in your essence to know right from wrong. Ain't no if and bust about it. Cause when you first start doing wrong, you're very uncomfortable. You have a conscience. But a, a repeated a repeated mistake over becomes a habit. You know what I'm saying? Feel less bad so though. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that that conscience go out the door. Like like say say if I'm this is my first time murdering somebody. And I go murder somebody. Adapting to this to that situation gonna be kind of harder for somebody who murdered people on the regular. Sure. You know what I'm saying? If I'm out here killing, I kill for fun. I kill for fun. That's what mm-hmm. I do. I say. You know what I'm saying? And they just pow, they get you. What it, what is there to do? Like it don't like, take them no more time to bounce back from that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I adapt. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? But it, it don't shake back like that for for a first time. You know, kind of like a virgin. You know. You gotta adapt to that. You know what I'm saying? When you first go in there, you know what I'm saying? You might bust kind of quick. You know what I'm saying? I'll be real with you. You gotta adapt to that slippery slope, as I like to call it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know. Just, just, just gotta keep adapting, man. And then another thing. And, and now I want to speak positivity to everybody out there. If you listening, uh, I want you to learn how to adapt. And and and. Adapt your goals to your lifestyle. 
I'm gonna say that one more, one more time. Adapt your goals to your lifestyle, because a lot of people they they be they be they they so focused on what everybody else doing that they're not focusing on their goals, so they can't adapt their goals to their lifestyle. If you adapt your goals to your lifestyle, that means every day I wake up, that's my main focus is to achieve my goal. I'm adapting that to my lifestyle because eventually your goal gonna be your lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta keep pressing forward, man. And that's to everybody. Like I know I joke a lot, I clown a lot. You come see me do comedy, I'm gonna act a plum fool. I'm gonna say a bunch of shit I ain't supposed to say. But when it comes down to talking to people and being real with people, I just want everybody to do better. You know, adapt adapt your life, you know what I'm saying? For the betterment of you and your future kids. Like protect your kids, adapt to it, man. You know, Chef, you got anything to say on this adapting subject? I mean, y'all said a lot, but I agree with everything. And I mean, as far as advice, if anybody out there that's been placed in new situations or they don't know what to do, yes, you must adapt. But there are two ways you can adapt. You can adapt positively, you can adapt negatively, or you can be passive and don't do nothing at all. Now, I'm explaining this because I'm going to break it down real simple. You know, being being passive. passive is a choice. You made a decision if you're passive. You made it. Yeah. So you can't be mad when nothing goes your way because you're not even trying to do nothing to make it change. Now, you can fall into the negative and you can adapt into the negative stereotypes, but at the same time, you already know adapting to the negative what is going to lead you into much more trouble. You know what I'm saying? Very seldomly you see, very rare, and I don't think I've seen nobody, but I'm not going to rule out the option that it hasn't happened. That somebody ended up in a negative situation, adapt to it negatively, and came up positive and was okay 100%. You know what I'm saying? I see his coffees. I see what happened to the nigga at the end. He adapted, but he got messed up. You know? But on a positive tip, you know what I'm saying? Let's say you lose everything. You lose your home. You lose your car. You know, you're about to lose the person you're with. You, you lost the clothes on your back. Everything you worked hard for. How you going to adapt? You set your mind into a positive frame of mind. You set your mind into a go-getter attitude. You look at the glass half full instead of empty, and you adapt to your situation by what can I do to get out of this situation instead of stressing. Instead of stressing, you find a solution. Finding a solution is adapting. Adapt to the change. Adapt to, to being smarter. Adapt to better thinking. You want to think. You want to use your head. You want to think of different outcomes. Because if you keep coming up with the same thing and you keep bumping your head, then that means you're not adapting. That just means you're running around in circles. And that's no disrespect to nobody because we all do that. Sometimes we're so emotionally carried over by things that we're just walking around in that circle when we don't realize there's been a way out the whole time. But when you adapt and you analyze and you search through yourself and you find out what you need to do, and you're like, okay, why well, if I do this, 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 and this, then it should transpire. Even if you don't, you should still make the best attempt to do what you have to do. That's how you adapt. That's how you come up. If you go adapt, adapt positively. Being passive, it only works temporarily. It really numbs you. You know what I'm saying? Nothing doesn't hurt you and you don't hurt it, but nothing doesn't change. True. So True. how are you going to adapt when there's no change? True. 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 And that's in any kind of world. That's it. If you're married and you're in a couple... You know, you 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 y'all been a couple for a while. Y'all going through ups and downs. You know, y'all made y'all both change. Let's adapt to those changes. Let's talk about it. 
You know what I'm saying? Sometimes communication is a good way to to to, to evolve, to adapt, to adapt. I feel like communication is the only way. Like if you're in a relationship, it's the only way for the change to go in a positive way. Because both people are going to change, but if y'all not communicating about the change, somebody's going to be left in the dark and it's not going to work. But if you're communicating, it's the only way for the change to go in a positive direction. True. And in order for to really adapt to some stuff, you got to listen. You got to be able to listen. Like, we all like to talk. But at the same time, well, I, okay, I got the solid eyes looking at me. Well, I like to talk the hell with y'all. Y'all act like y'all on the talk. Y'all on the damn radio show. What y'all doing right now? I, I, I'm, I, I don't even like to talk that much. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even like to. I just mad. But um, I with that. But but speaking of listening, some I I want I want to make this clear. I don't mean to be rude or dis- disrespect anybody. When you listen, let's try to adapt to listening to understand instead of listening to respond. That's why a lot of misconceptions come in that be a relationship, friendship. A debate, argument. A lot of times we listen to respond and we don't listen to understand. And right, and that's hard. That's the hard thing about listening because you always gonna have something to say because you feel however you feel about whatever you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But that's when that's when it comes to these kitchen talk kind of setting. You know, we grown here. Let's let's put our feelings off the table. You know. Right. And let's bring this topic up and let's talk about this like an adults without me yelling at you and you yelling at me. Let's right. go ahead and let's do this, you know. Because I know us screaming like you, say me and you, Vigilant, we get into it. Like the family road days. We get into it. And it was like once or twice we ever really just had words and it was just a little disagreement about doing some work. And that was because Victoria don't like to, I mean, she don't like to work. I'm just be real with you. I just play, I just play, I just play, I just play. Look, see how she looked at me. You should see how she looked at me. Now. You should see it. Uh, she like she's gonna kill me. I don't but, like to work, but I make sure we like work. But like we wasn't listening. Basically, we wasn't listening to to understand each other. No, because we both was talking about getting the work done. And I'll actually We both was talking about getting it done. But her way made a hell of a lot more sense. I'm gonna be real with you. I can say that now that we're not <laughs> not there. But at the moment, at the moment. I couldn't adapt. I couldn't adapt at that moment and be like, "Yeah, you're right." Now I'm a man, and I'm one of the only few men working in this office. No, no, uh-uh. I'm stern, and I'm like, "Nah, y'all gonna adapt to me being here and trying to be King Tut and on the bottom of the totem pole." See, it just, <laughs> it just didn't work out, you know. Um, and then again, then again, adapting is a good thing. Everybody don't look at adapting to nothing or finessing the situation like I told you earlier. Don't look at it ever negative. Because when you look at it negative, you just react. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it in a positive, adapting in a positive way, any situation that you, you, you come across, any situation that you might be in, I promise you, if you just learn how to adapt to that situation, you'll finesse your way through that situation so much better. And it'll be like, I'm going through, but I'm still positive. I still got positive energy. I still got positive vibes. Why? Because you're adapting to your situation. You're not letting your situation take the take control or, or get the best thing. You know, right? When you when you adapting, it's like you taking, like Mitch said, the best or whatever, and working with that, and whatever ain't good for you, just leave that on the side and keep and keep rocking. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you can do to go forward. To be real with you. 
just coming back to do this radio show, it took a lot of adapting to changes. I had a whole different game plan when I stepped out a year ago and I stepped out and moved to Houston. I had this grand plan and a lot of things changed up on me. You know, I had to make a lot of quick decisions. I had to make a lot of choices. I had to put some stuff on the back burner. But I adapted to the situation and why adapting to give it that time, you know, to handle what I had to handle, it also gave me time to really focus on the concept of what I wanted. You know, what how, how I wanted this to be presented. And now we're all sitting here as physical proof of how adaptation can work, how to, how to adapt into a positive manner, using the things that I had, a notebook, a pencil, a computer, whatever, and just typing ideas, typing concepts, typing, you know, structure, you know what I'm saying? And then getting together and talking with people, getting people to understand, and then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to add this, 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 and this. And you adapt to it, and down you have this grand thing this table, this grown people table, you know, just like in the old days, everybody wanted to sit at the grown people table because they talk about everything, you know, adapting to being an adult, huh. think about it, when I was first accepted, I needed some pre-lessons for that, I realized I was an adult when my mama let me drink in front of my family, my mama literally let me drink and whatever the consequences was, had fun, what did I do, how did I adapt? I went and got towed up and was drunk and hallucinating that night. You know what I'm saying? Adapted to the wrong way. Too excited. Jumped straight to it. But over time, I've learned to, to change. You know, I've learned to adapt to my surroundings. I've learned from my surroundings to adapt to me. You know, that's another show for me at the time. Right how, how, how do you change the situation? That's yeah. a whole other... Matter of fact, we need to write that type down. I like that. I like that because how how do you change? Oh, it's coming back when we come back in September. Oh yeah, we be back. But I will show about to wrap up. I'm gonna let my lovely family right here give some shout outs, give some things they got to say. You know, kind of wrap it up. So me being a gentleman, I'm gonna go with the home girl, Vicky Lynn first. Um, just shout out to Deville because you know Deville don't get as much love as they deserve. And then, you know, it's your girl Vicky Lynn, and you can catch me on Facebook, Victoria Stale. Uh, Instagram, stick with it, Vic in a blog, stick with it, Vic dot blogspot.com. And, you know, I'm always in the streets with D. Mitch and Chef 24. Yeah. Okay, well, then, let me give my shout outs. I want to shout out to all my future ex baby mamas, my, my future ex wives, my future ex kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, my ex kids. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's the step kids. That, that ain't the kids no more after y'all break up. That's the ex kids. But uh, now, nah, on the real though, um, shout out to um, shout out to the chef twenty four and the family. Everybody, shout out to everybody here because we come together. We do this here like a family, and we love each other here. The food will be great. We be up here. The look will be straight. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Welfare Rich Entertainment. Shout out to everybody. Everybody, just want to show love to everybody. Y'all can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, same name, D Mr. Great. D Mr. Great. One more time. D Mr. Great. All right, cool. All right, and of course, y'all know y'all can find us. We actually have a website now, kitchentalkfamily.wixsite.com. 
slash Kitchen Talk Radio. Y'all, I mean, Kitchen Talk Radio Show. Make sure y'all check that out. Y'all can also find me on Instagram, Shelf247, Facebook, Shelf247 Catering, and the fan page on Facebook at Kitchen Talk featuring Shelf247 and the family. We got a lot of big days coming. We'll be back next time. We done did our shows for this month. We y'all catch it on Saturdays, 6 p.m. here on TMI. Y'all can now catch it on the website as well. Oh, God bless you. Ooh, had sneeze. Must have been the truth. Little allergy ain't never hurt nobody. Oh, all right. Well, well, <laughs> anything live, you never know what happens. You never know what happens. That's why I you gotta to, adapt. That's what I'm saying. That's why, in other words, you gotta play it off. Right, but finesse the situation. There we, we go, some, finesse that thing. We got some great things coming. Next month is Chef 24-7's birthday. Shout out to 32. So when we come back, we're going to have a good birthday episode. <laughs> I got some plans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to bring some old familiar faces in or at least get some shout outs oh, to call birthday party episode. Oh, yeah, we are. We are. I got a couple of ideas and a couple of surprises, blasts from the past. As well as, can't forget about birthdays because... <sighs> Let's talk Nisha birthday is the 31st of this month. Now, I have to say that like that because me and my sister birthday are three days apart. It's not something that, is, you know, it's the sibling thing. But I want to give a special shout out, a happy early birthday, early birthday to my niece, early birthday to my god brothers, early birthday to my friends. It's really a lot of kids in August, you know, a lot of people in August that I know birthdays are up. Right. My god children, other friends, other family, all of y'all. We will see y'all for the next set of recordings next month. Y'all make sure y'all keep following us. We got merchandise coming out. We got videos coming out. We got albums coming out. We got short stories coming out. Yes, we got a little short financial domination. I'm a drop. I'm a drop an EP just for y'all. Y'all don't even know it. I'm gonna start rapping. Also in October, I will also be releasing a track. I have not rapped in a long time. Under my old rap name, old rap Monica, it's really been since I was about 19, maybe 24 I stopped. But I'm actually going to come out with some stuff and it's going to be free for download. Y'all can tell me what y'all think. And as always, God bless the cook. Have mercy on the dishwasher. This is Kitchen Talk Feature Chef 24-7. We appreciate y'all. Back to the humidity. Keep following us. And we are out. Hey, man, get your hand off my Kool-Aid. <laughs> Stop eating my fried chicken. Ha, ha, ha. We the boys in blue, bitch, niggas. The beat knocking, the streets watching. Me and my hogs about to keep the streets rocking. You a fool forever thinking we stopping. Now to the south, every block we locking. A special order for the real niggas stand up. Put your hands up, bucket hold some grands up. We getting money on the block, dressed down, bumming. Dare a nigga to try to take something from it. If I don't bust your head, somebody else will. Now side Texas, where they shoot to kill. One quick right hook, a knock, got your grill. We some knockout artists on my block for real. Got the steel, keep it cocked at all times. 21 shots, we find up in your mind. And my 
My city is going down like shovels in the grind. Six feet deep is where you put the niggas find. It's the homestead shine and the Gordon City soldier. Ripping blue cool like we rolling with them rollers. I told ya, boss, how gon' ball over all? Do it big while all y'all niggas do a smile. Out loud, still running streets daily. A bitch can't get shit, leave it out. But my baby's whole world going crazy over me and my fam. It's the boy in blue cool, bitch. We don't give a damn. Yeah. Damn. Whole world wanna know about us out here. And why we so addicted to the couch, sir yeah. See, I've been dying spice pink since Kiki first album And when I started thinking it was me and J5 I don't care, get dry Thinking yellow dreams like, wouldn't it be live? Whole hood showed up, candy on fire Side rings, nipples out of dreams, pull that lean Nah, nah, nah Had to throw, fill the switch to the slab, creep slow The glass turn like twisters Then my 84, then when niggas take risks For the jack boys, pray on competitors Quick to try to swing you off the road, I ain't lying It's good I work that wood mold like I work at iron Hard time, got niggas dropping foes off in the Hawaiian Screwing up they workers when they sober time Flying like seven forty sevens Pages in heaven, they praying for good times JJ, Florida, Evans I'm smoking sevens of that cushion It's been a blessing, this recession ain't affect me I keep these niggas guessing What's my next move? Keep my chest cool Hit my head high in the cesspool that I call home yeah. When you call on Dre Day talk money up hey. get the dial tone like new money I'm shining like white diamonds The young fool in love I'm feeling like Frank Lyman They're talking about hoes I'm talking about new foes Rapping them new foes I'm under them blue doors Got the goose in low Blowing cush by the quarters 45 southbound I'm heading towards the water Dead beach with a shotgun With something tight on I pull up at the light The mole heads be like right on They know I'm holding snail They see me looking so they chunk it through, send me, do your thing, young blood, okay, I'm still rolling, I feel the wheel folding, trunk popping, I'm legit, ain't shit stolen, I'm knocking up the molding, trunk keep banging, top keep dropping, and the foes keep swinging, yeah, they say the way we swerving is reckless, but they don't understand, that's how we do it down in Texas, nigga, no Lexus, it's just Cadillacs and Benzies, European grills with them angel eye lenses, them haters can't stand us, yeah, we don't give a fuck, I got one life to live, bitch, I'ma live it up, uh, you know what's in my swisher Flossing on them inches Pulling loaded pistol Purple in my system The future looking dim Don't be mad high glisten Still be in the kitchen Money is the motive I stay on the mission Class is in session Better pay attention Chasing dollar bills Hustle like it's a religion High blood shots Still I got a clear vision Gotta feed the children Get a couple million Pull up in the hood Missing the ceiling Drama had me stressing Now I feel brilliant And the nigga still riding Dirty like a million, double bag feeling. I get plenty, y'all get pennies. Y'all get dollars, we get benches. Hogging, we walk tall while y'all crawling. Candy, wet like water, these hoes drowning. Handy, here's my heat of them jacks crawling. Cause I'm on the rise, they want me up in the coffin. Run up on a G and I leave swimming with dolphins. Then back up on my game, I continue to flouse. Wood brain tossing, catch me swerving that mother ship. If you're trying to find me, nigga, follow the drip. Peak game, how them hogs put it down Diamonds gon' blind, underneath that sunshine We talk about the grind, cause we always on it And they mad at the cash, cause we always flaunt it He want it, shit, 
You niggas better get your hustle up. Howling about beef, then you better get your muscle up. Go ahead, huddle up. Put your heads together, homie. It's the dream team, and ain't nobody better. Whatever, these niggas can try, will never fly. I'm chilling, blowing line in the sky, and staying high. They love when I fly. Pressure on the pussies, and I ain't gon' lie. I'm shitting on you rookies. It took me a minute, but I'm here now. Cooking up that real shit, put it in their ear now. Drop a couple racks when a nigga getting gear now. Top scene far, but it's looking like it's near now. Nigga, nigga. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. 